Hey, what's going on, everybody? Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at the Lucky Guy Bakery. Just in time, I think, as soon as you hear this episode, if you go to luckyguybakery.com and use the promo code PF20, P as in peddling, F as in fiction, 20, you'll get 20% off your order, and you might be able to get your mother some delicious chocolatey brownies for Mother's Day to go along with the bouquet of flowers that you got her. We all know that the ladies love the chocolate. These things are delicious. They're made with the freshest, all-natural ingredients. They come with a a nice little handwritten note that you can customize. This is a perfect Mother's Day gift to not only show your mother that you love her and that you're thinking about her, but that you wanted to indulge in a chocolatey brownie that's not too sweet, it's not too salty, it is just right. So go to the luckyguybakery.com, promo code PF20 for 20% off your entire order. Do that now so they get there in time. If your mom turns out to be vegan or she has a gluten allergy, they have brownies for her as well. And you can get yourself some while you're at it. It's never a bad idea to have one of these in the cabinet or the refrigerator or something like that to just round out that meal or satisfy that chocolatey craving. So go do that right now so that you can support our sponsors, support this show, and make sure you don't forget about your mother on her one day of the year. All right, let's start the show. Anyone claiming that America's economy is in decline is peddling fiction. I've abandoned free market principles to save the free market system. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Raising the debt ceiling does not increase our debt. It does not somehow promote I know words, I have the best words. Nobody knows the system better than me, which is why I alone can fix it. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. This is the Peddling Fiction Podcast, and I am your host, the voice and soul of so-called fiction, the purveyor of the Peddling Fiction Podcast, Johnny Profita. How's everybody doing today? Hope you all had a nice weekend. Mine was fabulous as usual. And thank you all for those of you that attended the Friday night happy hour last Friday. We Man, we went for a long time. I was originally supposed to duck out around, I think, 9 o'clock or something like that because I had some dinner plans, but they, they got pushed back. You know, it's funny because the stereotype about Mexicans that they're always late for everything, and if you're on Mexican time, you know, 5 minutes is 20 minutes, that kind of thing. But most of the people that I've been meeting out here, I don't know if it's because they're very conscious of that stereotype with Americans. They're very punctual with things. But um, not not this past Friday, not with this Mexican. Um, they they were about three hours late, which was fine because I was just you know shooting the shit with everybody on the uh, at the happy hour, and I think yeah, I think we went to like midnight something like that, which is when I left, and I'm I'm pretty sure I just left the room open because people were still um drinking and and chatting and having a good time, so I have no idea actually how late they went. Um, but it, it was a lot of fun. 
and there are two ways for you to partake in those festivities. This past one, once a month we do one that involve I invite the top 10 contributors to the private Facebook group, and that was this past one. So if you join the private Facebook group, and there's a, a private one and a public page, so you got to find the private Facebook group. If, if you are one of the top 10 contributors for the month, I will invite you to the following happy hour. And this one just happened to be on the last day of the month, so I just did it for that one. But um, that is one way that you can get involved in these. And of course, the other is to go to peddlingfictionpodcast.com, click on the support the show link, and set up a recurring monthly donation for any denomination that you want. I think you can do as little as a dollar a month, which I, I, I think is a, a great deal to come and uh, join the, the group here and uh, have, have a nice little happy hour with some like-minded, liberty-loving individuals. But as long as you go and do that, I will invite you every other Friday to the Friday Night Happy Hour festivities. So anyway, that was a lot of fun, and uh, the rest of my weekend went over pretty well, went by very quickly, and here we are. It's Tuesday, and you know I debated as to whether or not I was actually going to do a show today because it's been kind of slow. There haven't been a lot of um, stories that have caught my eye, and I have a lot. I kind of have a lot going on this week. I was supposed to record last week. I, I mentioned on the actual Anarchy podcast, we pushed that to this week, so I have to, I have that tomorrow. We're going to do a, another episode later on in the week as usual. And I just have some other personal stuff going on. So I almost didn't do one, but, you know, I was thinking about it. And there there have been a, a few things. Uh, I've seen a lot of these stories popping up where the, the um, state and local governments, in addition to the, the federal government, of course, there's this big push to incentivize people to take these vaccines. And it really fucking bothers me. It really bothers me. The first article I saw, this was, I think, probably either late last week or over the weekend. And this is, of course, my hometown of Chicago. Chicago. That um, seems to be doing everything possible to drive away smart people, people who think for themselves, people who are successful, people who are earners, people who are not lemming fucking sheep. That seems to be their goal, to drive away everybody that is not a, a complete lemming. I mean, let's face it, the the weather in Chicago, nine months out of the year, it's terrible. The The winters are just horrible, okay? The summers are, are nice. They're actually really hot and humid, though. So if you're not, if you're not like, if you don't have a boat or something like that, I don't, you know, I never go to the beaches in Chicago. They're way too fucking crowded in the summertime, Um I've been lucky enough to have uh, to know somebody with a boat that I could get on from from time to time. Because otherwise, you know, you're just hot and in like a hot and humid city. The taxes are high. They got some of the highest sales tax in the in the uh, country. The traffic is terrible. The roads are terrible. I I don't know. There's there's a lot to dislike about Chicago. Not the least of which is that they've they've been locked down like this entire time. You know, they're it, since they are democratically run. And my God, it is Lori Lightfoot just like the most unbearable politician I've come across in recent memory. And I mean, you guys know that there is almost no politician on the face of the earth that I I enjoy, that I can um, tolerate. Very few ever come to mind. But 
dude, I don't even, I can't stand just the sight of Lori Lightfoot. You know when you can look at somebody and it's like their actual physical attributes portray what type of person they are? Like she is just, she's absolutely hideous on the surface and inside as a person, she is at least as disgusting as a human of a human being as she is in physical appearance. She is just the she's disgusting inside and out. I can't stand the sight of her. And when she opens her mouth, my God, does it get that much worse? You know, one of my uh, one of my good buddies moved to Florida recently for work, and I got I'm so happy that he was able to get out of Chicago, and he's just gonna do so fucking well in Florida. And to to um, juxtapose the leadership in Florida with the leadership in Illinois or Chicago more specifically is really something. It it, it is like polar opposites. Florida is probably Florida's looking like one of the one of, if not the freest state in the union, which these days, you know, it, it's not saying that much, but I, you know, I saw, anyway, I sent him the, this article that I came across. This, this is in the uh, Chicago Tribune. Mayor Lori Lightfoot says Chicago Vax Pass plans, uh, plan is a work in progress. <laughs> oh God, he, he was just cracking up. She's like, yeah, she's the worst mayor in the country, like hands down. She's, uh, as, as he put it, a black lesbian communist dictator from Ohio. <laughs> Oh, man. What a great way to sum that up. And for those of you not familiar with Chicago, there, there's always this running joke about people that uh, there's all these people that move from Ohio to Chicago. They move to the north side. They become like diehard Cubs fans. And then they like pretend to be Chicagoans for life. <laughs> it's just that, that, that whole, uh, you know, that insult works on so many different levels. If you're familiar with the Chicago area at all, and you guys know exactly who I'm talking about, you know, somebody from fucking Cincinnati or Cleveland, they moved to Chicago. All of a sudden they're, they're like Mr. Joe Cubs fan. They got a place in Wrigleyville and like a, you know, a three story walk up. They're down in the Chicago flag on everything. Oh yeah. Yeah. We know them. Anyway, uh, let's let's get to the the Mayor Lori Lightfoot article here. The Vax Pass. They they tried to come up with this cool little name for it. The Vax Pass, right? I got my Vax Pass. The plan is a work in progress, but could include preferred seating, admission to events for fully vaccinated people. Oh, so I guess this was on Wednesday. Mayor Lori Lightfoot said that the city is considering ways to incentivize residents to get coronavirus vaccines, including potential passes that could lead to preferred seating and admission to events for those who haven't gotten the sh- who have gotten the shots. The mayor was asked at an unrelated press conference about the city's plans for creating COVID-19 vaccination passports, a move Chicago Public Health Commissioner Dr. Allison Arwadi, Arwadi, Arwadi. I don't know, said is under consideration to begin next month. Oh, God. I Dude, I have like a visceral reaction when I see this woman. Like a visceral reaction. I can't stand the sight of her. Sorry. Anyway, I'm trying. 
I'm all over the place today. Uh, Lightfoot said the plan is still a work in progress, but the city officials are looking for ways to give vaccine stragglers incentives to get inoculated from the disease that could include preferred seating and admission to certain events. When you get vaccinated, it's going to be an easier to return to a different life, Lightfoot said. I won't say our normal old life because I don't think that's ever coming back. The mayor also encourages residents between the ages of 18 and 44 to get vaccinated and noted that the black community is also lagging. The opportunities for opening up the city increase with the number of people who get vaccinated. Go fuck yourself, Lori Lightfoot. Who the fuck do these people think they are, first of all? You can't go back to your normal way of life, but we'll give you back like this little bit of freedom that we already took for you. Dude, these vaccine passport things, this idea that they can take away with uh, not even the stroke of a pen, but just they can go on TV and decree something and they can take away all of your rights, all of your freedoms and liberties with in a single breath because what? She was elected mayor. They can do that and then they can dangle those things in front of you. If you do what you want, it's like, you know, you're uh, like you're you're some kind of animal that they fucking walk you around on a, like uh, your dog. You take your dog for a walk. And if he's a good boy and he does his business, you give him a treat when he comes back in. When you get vaccinated, it's going to be easier to return to a different life, not your normal life. No, no, no. We took that away from you already. You can't go back to your the life that you had. We stole that from you. But if you get injected with this experimental drug, then we'll, we'll let you do have this sort of life. How does that sound? Uh, it sounds like you should go fuck yourself and that I'm gone. I am done. That, that is it. I am out of Chicago. Adios. Adios, amigo. Get the fuck out of here. Who would put up with this shit? Who, who would be treated this way by anybody? The the fact that we let politicians get away with it, like we, we make all these exceptions for these politicians and not even impressive ones, ones that look and sound like Lori Lightfoot. Who the fuck is she to determine what kind of life you get to live, whether or not you can go back to your old way of life? The sooner you get vaccinated, the sooner we can open up the city. Fuck you. Fuck you, Lori Lightfoot and the horse you rode in on. Holding the city hostage until people take a drug, until people inject themselves with something. Where do you get the balls? This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. And that people support this. They're, they're trying to get young people to take this vaccine. Why? Why? I, I mean, don't you think if people wanted to take this, they would take it? If people were really that concerned about the coronavirus, if they were in one of these high-risk groups or something like that, they would take the vaccine. Like if that's what you want to do, that's fine. But you do not get to just steal our lives away from us and dangle little pieces of it in front of us as a carrot on a stick to, to get us to do what you want to do. We are not fucking cattle. I, I'm sorry, at least I'm not. I'm not some sheep that you get to lead around and push in any direction that you want to to get to, to do what you no 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 remember this whole idea of you work for us you know uh, what happened to that here they treat you like an animal they think of you like an animal this is how you this is how you fucking train animals 
your pets to get to do what you want them to do. You, you, you take something away from them that they want, and then you dangle it in front of them until they do what you want them to do. So I ask you guys, everybody in Chicago right now, are you a sheep? Are you a dog? Are you a pet? Are you an animal whose very existence depends on what the, um, the elected officials in Chicago and Illinois, what they, what they want? They get to determine what sort of life that you live? Where did this idea come from? Who voted for that? I, I'm sorry, man. This is bullshit. This is bullshit. Everybody in Chicago should just fucking leave right now. It's not about like being anti-vax or or, or anti-coronavirus or pro-coronavirus. This is about being anti-human. This is a principle thing. I had to, I had to stroke a fucking check just the other day for my property taxes for this fucking property that I can't wait to unload. I cannot wait to unload this property and just be done with Chicago once and for all. The, the fact that I have to give one penny of my hard-earned money to these psychopaths makes my blood boil. Go ahead. Roll out your vax pass. Increase property taxes. Increase the sales tax. Increase the, tax, the taxes on the rich. Do it. And all of you earners out there in Chicago... All of you people that can think for yourselves that, that don't like being treated like a second-class citizen, like an animal, that don't like being told what you can do by, by the likes of Lori fucking Lightfoot, the black lesbian communist dictator from Ohio, the most punchable face I've ever seen, who has never fucking produced anything of value in her entire life, who has never done anything to help anybody else, whose very existence depends on sucking the blood from the rest of society. She's a fucking parasite. These are all parasites. Why are we taking direction from parasites? Why are we letting a tapeworm determine what we can do? We're the host. Without us, they're nothing. God, I think I'd rather look at a tapeworm too than Lori Lightfoot's fucking face. But in all seriousness, how did we let it get to this point? How are we letting the parasite dictate what the host does? Without us, they're nothing. Imagine Lori Lightfoot if she wasn't some fucking charity case that checked off all the boxes for this woke bullshit. I wouldn't put her in charge of a lemonade stand, let alone an entire city. The fact that she's in charge of anything is absolutely ridiculous. The fact that she gets to make decisions for millions of people's lives is insane. We need to make this stop. We need to make this stop right now before it's too fucking late. If you if you were okay with letting somebody like Lori Lightfoot tell you how to live your life, I, I, I'm sorry, man. You are a lost fucking cause. You are a lost cause. At least find somebody impressive to 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 lead you to take your you know to plug your umbilical cord into. I forget who who made that analogy. You know, we're all walking around with an umbilical cord looking to plug it in somewhere. Who's plugging into Lori Lightfoot? Lori fucking Lightfoot? Seriously? If I had a pet goldfish, I wouldn't put her in charge of it. That's how little I think of this person. Pick up and leave. Just do it. What are you clinging to in Chicago that's so great? What do they have? What do they have that you can't get anywhere else? What, deep dish pizza? Italian beef? I can make all that shit. Come down here to Mexico. 
I can do it better than like 90% of the fucking places in Chicago too. I'm sorry, man. Nobody should have to live like this. Nobody should put up with this. Like if you feel the need to get this vaccine, that is perfectly fine. Go ahead and do it. It is your life. It is your body. You can make that decision. But you do not get to make that decision for other people. You do not get to, you know, dangle incentives in front of them, incentives uh, as to like the their everyday lives that they can lead. Like, where does this stop? OK, sure. Now it's concerts and and sporting events. But who, who wants to go to those anyways? I stopped going to sporting events a long time ago. You want to know why? It's far more enjoyable to watch a Bears game from the comfort of my own home than to freeze my balls off in a Chicago winter and pay $12 for a beer, $7 for a hot dog or whatever it is. No, no, just just sit on the couch and watch it there on your 65, 70-inch Ultra HD TV. And you can watch a bunch of other games too while you're at it. So what happens then? What happens when concerts aren't enough of an incentive for the young people? Then, Then what is it? Then what's the next thing that you're going to take away from them? You, you cannot sacrifice this principle. It, it may just be this vaccine now, but then what? What happens next year or the year after that or five years down the road after you've sacrificed this principle? You've sacrificed the principle that you own your body. I'm sorry. Are you some sort of like rat in a cage? Like a guinea, a literal guinea pig? They are turning us into literal guinea pigs. Let them, let them inject you with all their experimental shit and they'll give you a little extra kibble in the bowl or, or whatever the hell they... I don't know what the hell you feed guinea pigs. <laughs> I know it's not called kibble, but you get the idea. Anyway, I, I hope everybody just leaves Chicago. All the smart, successful people, just get out of there. There, there are so many other places that you can go that won't treat you this way, that don't view human life as, um, as some, as, like you're some sort of animal that they can push around. And, and just let that city collapse in on itself. It's going to happen anyway. They're already completely fucking bankrupt. They've, they've done a tremendous job. The likes of Lori Lightfoot and all of her predecessors have run that fucking city into the ground. It is a sinking ship. So it is kind of fitting that they're treating us like rats on a sinking ship. But dude, get off of that thing. Get out of there. It is over. And, and, and you let the people like Lori Lightfoot that, and, and the people that support her, the people that want to force other people and want to make medical decisions for other people, they, they deserve each other. Let them sit and rot in that fucking shithole of a city. Good riddance. Anyway. Uh, let's uh let's take a quick second here and thank our other sponsor for today's show and that of course is Lorenzati Italy and I, I did have a cup of coffee right before the show in fact I have a little bit of it here it's not it's not my Venice blend from my boys over at Lorenzati Italy and I can taste the difference because they have the premium Italian coffee that brings that Italian coffee house feel right to your door. I love these guys. They have been longtime sponsors of this show and many other podcasts that I that I love and respect. So go support them and support this show by going to Lorenzotti.coffee and using my promo code FICTION so that they know I sent you. You'll get 10% off your order. They have coffee and coffee brewing supplies, professional coffee brewing supplies, espresso machines, things like that, coffee grinders. Go go place an order. Use my promo code FICTION. You guys may not know this, but... Like I said, they they sponsor a bunch of other podcasts that you might listen to. And I want to turn this into a little bit of a competition. 
How how I want to I want to have the largest monthly orders of of Lorenzotti coffee from my promo code than you know the Buck Johnsons of the world or the uh, Lions of Liberty guys, which is going to be tough to beat them out. So I'm depending on you guys. I want to be able to talk shit to those guys when I get them down here in Mexico about how much more coffee my listeners ordered than theirs. So go to Lorenzotti.coffee, use my promo code fiction so they know I sent you. Get yourself some coffee, get somebody you know some coffee, send somebody a gift basket already. I mean, this would also make a nice Mother's Day gift. The packaging is beautiful. Everybody's mom drinks coffee, right? Unless, I don't know, they're British or whatever. Then they drink tea with, like, milk in it. I don't know. But you should really check them out. If you haven't ordered coffee yet, I I highly recommend you do that. Couple it with some brownies from the Lucky Guy Bakery. And that is, uh, you, you will make your mother one very happy camper this Sunday. So go and do that right now. That is Lorenzotti.coffee, L-O-R-E as in Edward, N as in Nancy, Z as in Zebra, O-T-T-I dot coffee, promo code fiction. All right, where were we? Um, I was calling Lori Lightfoot all kinds of names. Let's, um, I guess we can move on from that. I think you guys get the point. Because she's not the only one trying to incentivize people to inject themselves with a vaccine that they clearly don't want to do. If they haven't done it by now, I, I would say, yeah, I guess, you know, what they're supposed to make it widely available for everybody by May 1st or something like that. If they haven't done it by the end of May, they've made their decision. So we're adults. Respect that. We're like, this is one of the things I don't understand about just statism in general is that it's like we're either you know adults who can think for ourselves and therefore we are qualified and capable of voting for elected officials or we are sheep that need to be herded around as such and we need to be told what to do and how to do it and what we you know what drugs to take what to eat everything which because it, it can't be both, right? You can't have it both ways. You can't be some retarded sheep and also capable of electing an official to to lead your lives, to lead everybody else's lives. Now, no, no, this is ridiculous. So, are we adults? Do we own ourselves? Are we free people, or are we a bunch of animals that need to be led around on a leash by the Lori Lightfoots of the world? Anyway, uh, multiple states are offering carrots, even monetary rewards. They may not be rolling out vaccine passports like Chicago, but they're coming up with all sorts of other incentives to get people to take these um, these vaccines. And some of them are pretty fucking pathetic. So Maryland Governor Larry Hogan on Monday is offering $100 in financial incentive to state employees who get the vaccine. $100. That's what your... <laughs> That's what your life is worth to them. Okay, here's $100 to inject yourself with something. To receive the incentive, employees must provide their HR office with proof of vaccination and agree to receive all subsequent CDC-recommended booster vaccinations within 18 months of being fully vaccinated. The incentive is retroactive, but if you don't follow through with all of the subsequent appointments, they'll make you repay the $100. (laughs) At least you're getting an an 18-month interest-free loan of $100. You could really turn that into something if you throw it at uh, Dogecoin or something like that and it goes through the roof. Um, Anyway, I I just find it like hilarious. So in New Jersey, 
any New Jerseyan age 21 and over who gets their first vaccine dose in the month of May and takes their vaccination card to our participating brewery will receive a free beer. Shot in a beer. Get vaccinated, receive a free beer. And it looks like there's a list of uh, places here that are participating in this. Dude, the, the sad thing is that as like pathetic as these incentives are, like $100 is chump change, a beer, a free beer. Dude, people will do that. People, have you ever seen these lemmings line up for a free you know, like Jimmy John's sandwich or something. Like I remember one, like every, once a year or something, Jimmy John's would have a free sandwich day or something like that, right? And people will line up for six hours. They will stand there around the block for hours and hours on end to get a $7 sandwich for free. It's like, what is your fucking time worth, man? And first of all, Jimmy John's puts like no meat on their sandwich. It's like basically a lettuce sandwich. You have to order double meat in order to get it, you know, in order to have it actually qualify as a sandwich in my bit in my book. But I can only imagine how little uh, uh, meat and stuff they put on there when it's free. But my God, dude, standing in line for three and a half hours to get a, a $6 sub for free. And so people are going to do this. People are going to go get their get their shot so that they can get a free beer and that's how little people value their lives and their time i mean what what does a beer cost at one of these places in jersey eight dollars five dollars catch them on like a you know a a happy hour or something just pay the five dollars man you don't have to go start taking experimental drugs to get a free beer my god doesn't this creep you guys out like why are they pushing so hard to get young people to take this vaccine and I know the whole the whole Joe Rogan controversy where he said young people like they, they don't need to get the vaccine like he wouldn't recommend it and he kind of walked that back a little bit but whatever like yeah I I mean I I view this vaccine the same way I view the the flu vaccine and I know it's you know sacrilege to compare the two but I've never gotten the flu vaccine either I haven't needed it. But why doesn't it make you a little suspicious when they're when they're pushing this hard to get you to do stuff? And it's going down to the federal level, too. You know, it's like what the federal government can do is incentivize the states. Right. And then the states can incentivize the the cities and the cities can incentivize the people directly. Right. Something to to that effect. It's almost like a funnel. So as states resort to cash rewards and free beer and things like that to try and encourage reluctant adults to get their COVID-19 jabs, the White House on Tuesday just upped the pressure, warning that states that have lagged in the vaccine rollout in recent weeks, that the federal government will start allocating unordered vaccines to other states. It's a use it or lose it proposal. So according to the new plan, each state's share of the US, of the total U.S. adult population will determine weekly allocations. But instead of allowing unordered doses to carry over week to week, the White House will instead steer untapped vaccines into a federal bank available to states where demand continues to outstrip supply. Those states will be able to order up to 15, 50, 50% above their weekly allocation. The use it or lose it strategy could put more pressure on states to make their citizens accept the vaccines, even prompting them to try different strategies like abandoning mass vaccination sites in favor of sending jabs to small private practices where patients can receive the vaccine from their regular doctor. Doctors have been mulling those these alternative distributing strategies 
warning that it could increase costs associated with max vaccination. However, in order to reach the 70% threshold for artificial herd immunity, there might not be another option. Blah, 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 blah. You know, I don't see how this is that big of an incentive. I mean, if people aren't, you know, if people are deciding not to take the vaccine, the fact that you're going to take away the vaccine, it doesn't seem like it's going to be that much of an incentive. Um, obviously, when you create scarcity and you say, oh, there's only like 10 left, then people that were sort of on the fence about it, they'll, they'll rush out and get it. So I, I understand it from that perspective. But the, the real thing here is that the federal government has control over the states because of the relationship that we've allowed it, it to sort of devolve into. Because remember, it was the states that created the federal government, not the other way around, right? But what happens now is the states kick all of their their, their tax dollars and everything. It, it all goes to the federal government. And then the federal government gives some of it back to the states with all these strings attached. So yeah, right now it's like, okay, we'll take the doses away. But what if it's like, oh, we're going to take away some of your funding for the, the roads or, or whatever, you know, we're going to, we're going to hold back some of this federal funding until you get your vaccination numbers up. And, and what happens when they start doing shit like that? Really creepy stuff going on here, man. Really creepy stuff. And, and maybe we'll, we'll wrap up just talking about this here, this uh, Wall Street Journal article. Um, I, I did have some stuff on inflation, but I can save that for another time because I don't think this inflation is going anywhere. But we are starting to see a lot of uh, price inflation coming coming uh, down the pike here. There's a lot of just everyday items that people are buying where the price is kind of going through the roof. And we've been talking about that for months on end. And it, it looks like it's finally here. The Fed's claiming it's transitory, but... They always claim that shit, and then it turns out not to be. But there hasn't been a lot of coverage on this, right? There's There's been a shit ton of coverage about how great the vaccine is and how many people have been vaccinated and, and all that good stuff. But what I don't understand, especially from the perspective of the people that tend to push the vaccine the hardest, and that is the the traditional you know democratic lefty that you know they're going to take this virus very seriously and you should get vaccinated and because you should get vaccinated just not even for your own health but for everybody else and blah 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 these are also the same people that complain about big pharma right and these large corporations well it turns out that Pfizer's profits jump 46% on strong revenue growth Imagine that. Uh, Pfizer's profit continued to roll during the fourth quarter as net income and revenues swelled among strong demand for its medicines. The world's largest drug maker said net income jumped 46% to $2.86 billion, or $0.46 cents on a share, compared to $1.96 billion, or $0.30 cents a share, a year earlier. Revenue climbed 14% to $9.33 billion, from, up from $8.18 billion a year earlier. Now, what happened over the last year? I, I, I can't... Can anybody think of something that Pfizer did, say, from May of last year to May of this year that could account for a 46% jump in their net income? And it's not just about the, the money that they stand to make from the vaccine, which I'm sure is going to be astronomical since the government is, is paying for all of it, right? But it, it's all these other drugs that they produce as well. But it's drugs like, you know, the cholesterol uh, reducers, Lipitor. 
that that the largest selling prescription medicine worldwide led the way with 2.3 billion uh, in sales. Like, why is everybody's cholesterol up? Uh, maybe it's because we've been locked down like vegetables, double fist and fucking delivery food cheeseburgers down our gullet while we watch Netflix all day. Could that have something to do with it? Blood pressure medication, antidepressants. I mean, these all seem to be the drugs that are, are treating the symptoms of people being locked down in their house for a year. And then on top of that, right? So a- after they uh, they freak you out, they lock you in your house, they make you depressed, they give you some Zoloft, they, they force you to to sit on your keister for a year watching TV, eating bonbons, they give you some cholesterol fighters. And then once you're um, you're done doing that and you can finally get up and move around, well, if you want to do that, you have to take this vaccine. You got to take the, the vaccines. And then you can, you know, you can start doing those things that help you fight all those other, you know, the depression and the cholesterol and all that other stuff that we, we helped uh, contribute to. As long as you're, you're buying something from it, you always got to be getting some sort of drug from big pharma. And this is going to be one of the biggest windfalls ever for big pharma is this vaccine. This vaccine, which remember, it, it still amazes me. So this is like, you know, the people who put so much reverence into the, you know, government regulation and safety and FDA. This is not, this vaccine has not been approved by the FDA only for emergency use authorization, which is like what they, they save that for terminally ill cancer patients. It doesn't provide immunity. It it might reduce the symptom, the, the symptoms, uh, the severity of the symptoms. They've exempted them from liability. So you have no recourse if something goes wrong and they stand to make billions of dollars year after year. There's going to be booster shot after booster shot. Do you guys want to, you know, take a step back and, and think about this for a second? Think about what we're doing here. Think about what maybe they're trying to do to us. It, giving you a free beer. Here's a hundred dollars. Hey, if you want to go to a concert, if you want to resume your not your normal life, but this new normal that we've determined is going to be the way of life because we're Lori Lightfoot. If you want to do all that, you want to get out of your house, you want to hug somebody again, just give a couple billion dollars to Big Pharma. Take their take their drugs. Make sure you get all the boosters and everything like that. Do what we say, and we'll give you a little bit of your freedom back. If that's the way you guys are going to want to live your life, man, I feel very, very sorry for you. We are supposed to be free individuals capable of making our own medical decisions, capable of making our own life decisions, and we're supposed to be able to do whatever the hell we want to do as long as we're not infringing on the rights of everybody else. I've said it before on previous episodes. I will say it again. This has to be the, the line in the sand. And it has nothing to do with with vaccines in general. I'm not anti-vaccine per se or anything like that. I'm anti-forced vaccine. I'm anti-weird government incentives. I'm um, anti-politicians taking away your right to live and only giving it back to you with condition, with strings attached. That's not how freedom works. Freedom doesn't come with conditions. All right, we are, like I said before at the top of the show, we are not animals, we are not pets, we are not sheep to be herded around by the likes of Lori Lightfoot. You're supposed to be an American, a free human being, capable of living your life, pursuing happiness, doing what you want to do, when you want to do it. 
let's get back to that. We cannot sacrifice that principle here. This is the ultimate test. If you fail this one, you, there is no do-over. You don't get to do this again. You don't get to rehash this fight. This is it. If we let them think that they can treat us this way, if we let them treat us this way, we let them get away with it, that is it. That is it. They can do it. If they can do it now with a virus that has a 99.9% survival rate, that really is not a severe danger to anyone under the age of 65 that doesn't have these underlying conditions, obesity, diabetes, things like that, a compromised immune system. If we're going to let them treat us this way, take away everything that we hold near and dear to our hearts, take away everything that it means to be a human being. Life as you know it. Take away life as you know it and create this new bullshit normal. Well, then they can do it for anything. And, and you are going to be their pawns for the rest of your life. And that is no way to live. So I urge each and every one of you, especially my friends over in Chicago, resist this. Just vote with your feet. Get the hell out of there. Go to Florida. Go to Texas. Support these states that are not treating people like guinea pigs, that treat you like a, an adult capable of making your own life decisions. And if you guys can do all that for me, I will be back later this week with a brand new episode for you. And until then, you guys know the drill. Just keep on peddling that so-called fiction. Peace. Peace.